The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to help manage and grow your real estate media business. Online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Coming to you from the Upmarket studio in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm a co-founder and the CEO of Upmarket Media. Mark Corcoran's here. I am in the building. COO, an additional co-founder of Upmarket Media. Our lives are a little hollow today. Producer Chelsea is a little under the weather. Couldn't be here. So Never quite the same without Chelsea. We're going to muddle through without her. And and Mark, it, it's getting to be kind of the towards the end of the year. We're we're looking we're facing down Christmas. We are. It's My kids remind me about that every day. Oh, the Advent calendars yeah. are up. Oh, it's like, okay. yeah, that's right. That's right. So, we got the end of year on our minds, and I think we're going to talk a bit about that today. Kind of the off season for real estate photography. So many of us are you know, slow down during the holidays and uh, winter time. But we actually have some kind of exciting stuff to get at those winter blues. It's not quite winter, I guess, but get those winter blues away because we have uh, a couple really fun things that we want to kind of touch on before we get into the meat of the episode. And Mark, uh, you know, uh, because I feel like we talk about it so much, but we just went to PMRE. And we're going to talk about it one more time. Yes, we did. Uh, you know the photography and for uh, the photography and media for real estate conference uh, back in Las Vegas in uh, November, and I presented on stage, and we got a lot of great feedback on it, and and we kind of wanted to make sure make sure we wanted to give people who weren't able to be at PMRE an opportunity to kind of uh, hear that. Uh, that, uh, what was it? Presentation, I guess is what yeah. it was. I mean, yeah, we got a ton of feedback, right? And we feel like the PMRE is such a small subset of this huge yeah. community of tens of thousands of photographers, you know, around the world. So, yeah. So we, we, it's not exactly the same presentation that I, I did in Las Vegas, but we've recorded a webinar version, uh, for our listeners. So, we are very excited to launch that today. And you can go to, what, what is the web address, Mark? So we're going to be hosting it at upmarketcourse.com slash webinar. Upmarketcourse.com slash webinar. It's totally free. It's like, I don't know, it's like, it's clocking in 40 something minutes long, something like that. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of read. But yeah, it's you know, a lot of read. It's, lot of it's just me. Mark is not in it. He's off camera. You can't see him, but you might be able to feel his presence. Um, he was there for moral support uh, and cracks a whip. I mean, every time I messed up, he was just like, <laughs> Reed, what are you doing? Um, you did good, man. I mean, I'm excited for people to see this that weren't in the room at PMRE. And even if you were there, you want to rehash stuff, go through stuff. I mean, it's there's a lot of good information packed in there. Yeah. So in, in the webinar, uh, and I guess I should say what it's about, it is kind of the why and how you can scale your real estate media business. And obviously, a lot of the stuff that we talk about in that are going to be familiar to our listeners of this podcast because that happens to also be what our podcast is about. But this is really kind of distilled down um, and it kind of intertwines uh, our personal story mm -hmm. on how we came uh, to do this and then also uh, kind of some very practical step-by-step -step things that that you can put into place if you want to start that journey of, of um, scaling your business. So it's upmarketcourse.com backslash webinar. There it is. Which mark that is kind of a weird because because for our web address is upmarketpod.com mm -hmm. so upmarketcourse.com what, yeah. is, what is that Wait about could, could that could there? that play into another announcement that we have i think we kind of teed that up pretty nicely there yeah right? I, I didn't even i, I, I kind of thought of that on the fly i know as it was say, coming out of our mouths like wait a second we just <laughs> yeah, said we the just, c word <laughs> we, we just let the cat out of the bag um yes it's true the rumors are true we have developed a online course on how to scale your real estate media business. Boom. Man, feels good to say it out loud. It does. We kind of teased it a little bit on this pod. We kind of like kind of pre-announced it at PMRE a little bit, but we are ready to share our pre-launch of our course. So the course is as of today, as of December 6th, we are officially pre-launching our course which means that we are opening it up for people to go ahead and purchase the course and start digging into the content. We do not have all the content 
uh, ready to go. We anticipate that we'll have everything ready by the end of January 2023. Exactly. We have everything mapped out, right? We've just recorded with our bookkeeper. Like we're, you know, you can explain how the course is going to be laid out. Yeah. And so we have, you know, all the kind of modules that we're going to have are, are, are are kind of noted in there, but, and I haven't added up exactly how much content we have uh, launching today, but it's a few hours worth. So there's a lot to dig into that can, uh, that you can kind of dive into as, as the slow season is, is coming. Um, so, and, and if you do go to upmarketcourse.com, you can, we have enabled a few modules uh, to check out as preview for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have the webinar, which is not part of the course, but it does touch on a lot of those things. And so one of the questions that I think we got uh, quite a bit uh, when we were talking about the course at PMRE from people coming up to us is like, well, I listen to the podcast. How is the course different from the podcast? Sure. Pretty obvious question, right? Is yeah. It the same information. Is it different? Is it actionable? Like what's yeah. going on in there? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have an answer to that, Mark? I don't I know. Do, yeah. Okay, good. I mean, Thank God. Cause I'm like, what? I yeah. mean, yeah, that's kind of our whole thing, right? It's like you and I are sharing our story. We're sharing the knowledge that we knew when we came mm-hmm. together and what we've learned on our journey of scaling yeah. and partnering. But it's like, we don't have all the answers. We're figuring things out. Oh, so. right. Oh, right. Because it's not just us. Exactly. Oh, that's the big difference. We curated or our a team big difference. of experts, right? Yes. And I mean, we have, a, we have a couple of them in the bag already. We're recording more through December. Yes. But you're going to get expert analysis from bookkeepers, marketing experts, business people, realtors, getting inside the head of a realtor, what they really want. Right. And we're going to have a social media expert. We're going to have a lawyer. We're going to have basically so many people that are, are going to come in and give their very specific knowledge that they're going to have about, about business in general and about these topics in general. And then Mark and I are going to be able to kind of filter that through the lens of how that relates to a real estate media company. Because, you know, Mark and I have never, ever, I think on this show, if you've listened, presented ourselves as like the experts on things. I mean, I think we're, 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 we're smart guys. And right. I think that we we have learned a lot in this business, and I think we have uh, some really good information to share with people. But you know, our attitude has always been like, "Hey, we're w- learn along with us, right? We're, exactly. We're, yeah. we're on this journey. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. on this journey of learning, and we're have been inviting our audience to learn with us. And that's kind of the same with the courses. We're definitely going to give out a lot of the stuff that we have learned, but then we're bringing in these people, and we get to ask the questions. We get to learn along with you, and it's just going to be a, a a lot more also focused than I think the podcast is it, it's it's kind of um it's it's the course is not as free form right it, it's oh, uh, it, it's yeah. still I think you know hopefully entertaining to watch that you're you're going to be into the content and and learning and also it is enjoyable to watch um but it's a little more focused than I say you know podcasts we can kind of go tangents a little yeah. bit more I mean we've had like we've had episodes with Jeff our business advisor we've right. had an episode about bookkeeping and we've kind of talked on like, some of the main points but this is going to be an actual module with mm-hmm. a bookkeeper what's your profit and loss what are all the things you need to be looking at what are your financial statements right. mean and yeah it's just going to be much more laid out in a in a better way yeah and and, and just in a more digestible way and you're mm-hmm. going to be able to bounce around any module you want and and um and then there's going to be some there's a bunch of add-on materials i mean in fact we're really excited we have uh, Jeff Alcasian, who was on a few episodes ago, our business coach, we talk about all the time. He's got this magic spreadsheet that, that he has so li- that, that he is licensed <laughs> to us that you're going to be able to plug it. You're going to be able to see if you can run a profitable business. You can you you put in your the the cost that each service you provide is and then what you charge for it, how many you're projecting to do. And you can find out literally like how many aerial shoots do you need to do in a year in order to turn a profit? Yeah. And it's, it's like in, we're going to have a whole uh, video on how to use that spreadsheet. It's a little bit complicated, but it is kind of a magic spreadsheet. And that's one of the things that when we, when back in the old two fish digital days, when we started to scale, we used that spreadsheet to figure out what, how much should we be pricing our, our stuff and, and can, is this actually a viable business for us? Totally. And we figured out that it was, but mm-hmm. you know, because we had that amazing tool. Yeah. And it's more than just like a cost of doing business analysis. Like yes. it's much more in depth and it's kind of, you know, Jeff's little brainchild. It's kind of a window into his <laughs> mind, which might be scary, but I think <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's so wild how we put this thing together and he'll walk us through how to do that. Yeah. And so, uh, we, there's a, there's a ton of great content. I don't want to, you know, talk too much about it on the pod. Uh, you know, it speaks for itself, but let us know if you have any questions about it. That's upmarketcourse.com. 
please check it out. We're, we're, we're so excited about it. Uh, even, you know, just watch the free, the free modules we have up there. I think there's actually some even really good information in there that, that you're going to be able to use. So even if you don't want to dive into the course, um, the other great thing is you are able to split it into four payments if that is something that, that you want to do. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone for, you know, putting up with us talking about that. And this podcast is not going to be just about talking and trying to sell our course to people. Uh, but we did have to mention it. And of course we are going to mention it a few more times as, as we're moving along, but let's get back to talking about the end of year and Mark, we're going to do our next episode, I think is going to be our SWOT analysis, which is the end of the year thing we do every year, which is your, it's, it's drilling down on your, what is your strengths, weaknesses, yeah. uh, opportunities. Uh, opportunities and mm-hmm. threats. I like that threat. That's oh nice yeah. One. The That's threats. Like, yeah. Threat? yeah. Yeah. I, w- I think I said I was a threat last year or no, or I was uh, a, no, it was a weakness. I said I was a weakness <laughs> last year. You're a weak threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so that's going to be the next episode. So we're really going to get into like how, you know, how did the year go for us? You know, what are we thinking about for next year? All, all that type of stuff. So this episode, I think, is more about some stuff that we're going to think about during the off season and kind of projects that you might be able to work on during the off the, the off season or the the less busy season. Right. I don't know if it's ever. So off, always right? like you. I always thought in my mind like, oh, I'll get to this in December. I'll get to this. Yes. Because it's like it's just right. you're so busy cranking through the summer that these projects get pushed, and now right. it's suddenly shooting. It's December. Like, what do we need to get done? Right. We were just talking about that, and mm-hmm. like we need to get done our employee handbook, which we we've do. been saying for two years and you know and the and, and the brief backstory is of course mark and i if you're a new listener to the podcast you know we merged our businesses together uh almost just two years ago it was like oh like yeah, literally our first much. meeting was you know like two years ago today um so uh in th- th- and, and we merged very quickly like within six weeks of our first meeting we were you know two months or whatever we were merged so we didn't have every little thing in place and one of those things is that employee handbook where are we on that mark we are close to being done. I mean, we're building it off a template. We're not writing the whole thing from scratch. Ah. But it's like, you know, you have a template that's, you know, just not really industry specific or mm-hmm. regionally specific. So it's a matter of just going through all the modules and chapters and kind of paring them all down to like, you know, what does it really mean? How many sick days? How many, how do people apply right. for days off? And it's just all the things that employees need to kind of go right. through. So that's the handbook. I th- it's not also the job descriptions. No, that's a separate thing. Oh. You know, every every. <laughs> See, I didn't even. Know. I thought right? there was. I thought it was all the one thing. No, I mean everyone's <laughs> job is different, but they all should be reading off the same handbook. Right. So yeah. that's more like conduct and like what what the expectations are for the employees in terms of, um, you know, behavior, say, and and also you know what what is our the employer's responsibility like that we are we you know you are entitled to this amount of right. sick days. And it, yeah, it's a sick day we thing. We can fire you thing. anytime we want. Yeah. You know, those kind of things. It lists out that you're yeah, at will, and then there's just so many parts of it, like, you know, cell phone usage while driving, just like a lot of oh, safety, yeah. and it's kind of just right. smart things that you want to have in writing. Right. So that's a big off-season. Yeah. So it's, you know, you and I have looked at it, Liz and I have looked at it, and it's just like we kind of tackle it in chunks, and then it's just like, oh, it gets too overwhelming, so you revisit it, and then you let it go. So I feel like we're three-quarters maybe of the way there. It's just a matter of hunkering down and finishing that up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good because I think we have a lot of time. It's not like we're going to be finishing producing a whole online course or anything. So we have all this time. to do. <laughs> yeah. December is clear, right? Calendar, yeah. nothing's going on. We already, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So we have all this end of year, star, you know, slow season stuff that we want to do. And for us, well, I don't, we're not really going to have a slow season this year because uh, we're, you know, we're going to be finishing off all that stuff. But yeah. But um, I think for me, like mm-hmm. to remind myself with this bigger stuff is like it, it's not ever going to be done. Like you could, we can always revisit and edit and tweak the employee handbook. It's better to have something out there that right. everyone agrees on and then right. we update it oh we, you know we updated the handbook everyone has to sign off on it or read this or whatever it's just like it's better to have something out there than just wait for it to be perfect i agree yeah so, let's so what do are that. we waiting for <laughs> <laughs> i know well it's i think we both look at each other well like okay finish it then i know <laughs> no it's, it's it's one of those things that's on my agenda so I feel responsible for it. Yeah. It's just a matter of... That's good. It feels like a COO kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, so really that's, the, you know, the, the takeaway for everyone is probably, the, you know, every business is going to have some of those big projects, whether it's an employee handbook or whether it's... Uh, and I think that other kind of employee thing of like having not only job descriptions for everybody, but just like yeah, uh, protocols for how you do your job. 
you know, of, uh, yeah, again, I know we've had, we've had Chelsea working mm-hmm. on that. I was like, Hey, put down what do you do every day? So that mm-hmm. that way, uh, and again, you're, you're putting it in a way, uh, for people where, uh, when you have that new employee come in, here's the, you, you have that document of like, this is all the stuff you're going to do. And this yeah. is what your day looks like. Right. That's mapping out basically the start of a training manual for a new person, but right. it also gives you a basis to work up. Well, what can we improve? What can we tweak? What's right. not efficient? And that, so. I think that's a good way to put it. It's a tra- mm-hmm. more of a training manual. Yeah. 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 So also extremely important to, to get in. Um, and, and I think one of the, the clear thing that probably most people need to think about uh, in the off season and uh, gearing up for spring is, you know, what are you going to do with pricing? Right. That's that, always, that's, a, that's always the question. Year, yeah. 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 And well, especially as you get through the slow season and now we're kind of more in the beginning of it, but especially as you're another month or two in and you like start to have no money, you're like, yeah, let's raise those damn prices. Yeah, maybe we should double everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's, it always feels like the most natural time. Oh, first of the year, boom, we're going to launch right. a new price. So what's that going to be? New year, a, new prices. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about this a lot. Like, oh, we always feel in your mind like we need to justify it or we need to do this yeah. or that. And we just had a big increase like a year ago. So can we really yeah. justify another yeah. one? And yeah. Well, we just had uh, uh, a Zoom with our bookkeeper, like kind of our quarterly review with our bookkeeper, Juliana, who you'll get to know at some point here on the pod, I think. Um and she was talking about price increase and, you know, mm-hmm. she just increased their, just increased their prices. I'm like, yeah, we noticed. Uh, but that's why. And she said, especially this year where we've seen such a, such a, you know, and it's kind of tempering now, but we've seen such a, a, a big rate of inflation that it feels like, you know, typically you're looking at, oh, two to three or 4% in a year of, mm-hmm. of what you, you know, if you want to keep up with the cost of living, you need to increase your prices. But this year it's more like 10% or 15%, it feels like. Easily, um, yeah. It's, you know. it's crazy. She was saying 5%, but it's like that doesn't even begin to cover it. If you're going to do it, you don't want to, you know, just kind of yeah roll out its piddly little amount and then it's not enough to cover and then you got to wait another year to do it again. So it's like you want to figure out how to do it right. Yeah. And so having, and I think we've typically rolled out our, our new prices more like springtime, more like March 1st or something like that, rather than, than January 1st for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we end up doing this year, but I, I am intrigued by one of our action items from the action item spectacular episode where, uh, Anthony Tang from Colab media in Washington, his mm-hmm. action item was packages. Right. Right. And I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Packages. Yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we're doing that already. We got yeah, that covered. Not in his way. So if, if you listen back to that episode, his whole point was like, he, he now won't do anything. Every shoot he does aerials on it. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't just get photos. You have to get photos and aerials. Yeah. And he just charges for it. That's kind of wild to think. It's like, there is no just photo option anymore. Mm-hmm. So it automatically brings up your bottom line, right? It brings up your invoice price. It's just yeah. like something to think about. So I think for us, what we've thought about, and we we had that thought of, oh, could we do aerials? And it just feels like there's enough places um, around here where you can't fly that yeah. that it kind of makes it, it's it just feels a little awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's big portions of entire cities that we can't kind of fly in. So yeah. it's just like, how do we tackle that? And, oh, I don't want that on this one, or I can't do that. Or, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, and, and I feel like you get to the thing, well, oh, I don't want to show the neighbors. You know, you always end up, I don't want to see where the, the neighbor's house, because mm-hmm. it's a, you know, a junk pile next door or whatever. So I think what we've thought about, we're, we're, what we're strongly considering is making floor plans standard. Because now there's there's a few different options on you know kind of creating floor plans just on your phone, um, and are and, and uh, you know for a pretty low cost. So for us, I, I feel like if we could if we tack on fifty dollars to every single uh, photo shoot and just mm-hmm. make it photo you know photos and with every photo shoot you get quote unquote free a free floor plan. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> Never mind the photo shoot is fifty dollars more expensive. Mm-hmm. But um because that's been one of the things we've been trying to push in the last few months of this year, uh floor plans, right? And we were uh uh you know kind of slash the price of that standalone floor floor plan. Because our main floor plan business for years has just been as an add-on to Matterport. 
Right. And now with the ones that are the floor plans that are more app based that you, you know, any of us can do on our phone, we don't have to have the Matterport camera. Um, you, you realize, oh, well, this is such an easy add on for us. Um, and we try to make a push of like, we dropped the price of it to like $49 or something. Yeah. And it feels and, like we're giving it away at that price. You know, and, and, you know, we're still going to make money on it. Just not that much. Um, I, I guess for us, like historically, I, I remember talking to you about this when we first merged. It's like, ah, oh, we didn't want that floor plan product to eat into our right. Matterport, right? Well, I don't need the Matterport for the floor plan. I'll just get this for right. 50 bucks. But right. it's like, you know, the Matterport, I think, is kind of dwindled post-COVID. And now yeah. it's like, it feels like we can really push that product. Yeah. And I think because I think the, the clients who do Matterport now are still going to do Matterport. Yeah. Like they, they see the value in it mm-hmm. and they, you know. Um, like, I think there's very few that do it just so they can output a floor plan. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think it's going to eat into that, but it's like, it seems, you know, from what we're saying, it's like an easy way to justify a price increase. Right. Whereas you don't always need to justify it, but you kind of feel like right. in your head every year, oh, we're already maxed out or we're already pretty high and we don't want to freak people out. Yeah. Well, because so, so a year ago or a year ago today, our price for a basic photo shoot, the thousand to 2000 square foot house was $250. Mm-hmm. Today it's $300. And what we're looking at trying to get to next year is 350, right? Or maybe yeah. 335 or 345 or so, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 345, that's nice. 345. I'm not going to like that. <laughs> um, and then if you can have a floor plan where you, you know, you're paying, you know, 15 bucks or whatever per floor plan, say, and you add that on and, you know, it doesn't cost us much labor to, to get those done. Right. That's um, to me the beauty of it, right? It's five to yeah. 10 minutes extra on top. Yeah. For your employees in the field, you're not yeah. adding an extra hour or two. It's not really messing up your schedule. You can just squeeze it in. Right. So yeah. it, it becomes a de facto price range. You know, if you get 350 or you get 345, you know, it becomes a, a, a price bump of, you know, 30 to $35 mm-hmm. um, of, you know, quote unquote profit. Which is, you know, around 10%, 10 yeah. to 15%, which feels pretty good. Yeah. And, but, but I think then you are, are able to kind of, as you're talking about, your new, you know, your new prices, which, you know, we also just don't talk about it that much. Oh, here, here are the new prices. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now, but then now this is actually a way where we can be coming standard with every photo shoot is a floor plan. That's, you know, then you, it's, you're adding value. You're not just putting, you're not just adding cost. You're adding value in addition to cost. Yeah. And And hopefully they don't notice the cost. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the only other potential pushback is like we shoot a, a decent amount of new construction. Mm-hmm. And all of those are going to come with blueprints and floor plans and people, oh, I don't need that. I already have that. Can I get a, you know, that's a foreseeable pushback that I see with some clients, but it's. Yeah. Like, you say, okay, well, we won't do the floor plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the price is the price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how you have to be sometimes. It's like, okay, well, if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. But I mean, you, it's just a free add on. So, I mean, that's the price of our shoot. So. Yeah. You know. No, I mean, I was thinking, oh, maybe we'll 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 comp it out for a free virtual twilight or something. But then it just like you know, or you we know. could. I mean, that could be something we. I mean, that that mm-hmm. that that's not the worst idea. I mean, it's actually a virtual twilight costs us less than a floor plan does. Yeah, actually, so it's pennies really. So yeah, I guess we could say if, if we don't want to do floor plan, we could say you get a virtual twilight with it. But then you're going to lose all your twilight business, which yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I mean, that really directly, imp- and, you know, cuts right. into that twilight which we all hate doing, but if your price point's yeah. good and you have employees, then it's, uh, Yeah, exactly. I, I don't mean, hate sending Dustin out to do it or right. Nikki or yeah. Marco. No. I mean, you know, yeah. like where our price point is good, where that makes sense. We don't want to cut into that too right, much. Right, right, so. right. Exactly, exactly. But, but you know, I, I think as, you, as you're looking at increasing prices, the more you can kind of talk about, you know, bringing an added value in as well, I think that's going to help. But I also think that the, the larger thing at play is like you don't I don't think you have to worry about price increases so much Mm -hmm. I mean everyone we've ever done before we merged and since we've merged I've never had to justify it or say oh I'm gonna do this or you know it's like I've had one or two Mm -hmm. in you know in whatever 10 years of business one or two people be like oh man that's that got expensive and then Mm -hmm. don't use me anymore and it's like okay and again you know you go back the whole thing if you like even now if you increase your prices 15 percent and then lose 15 percent of your clients good job yeah, you're making the same amount of money, working fifteen percent less. So yeah, it, it it's and you're not going to lose fifteen percent of your clients. So right. um, and I know there's you know we talked about before where we kind of see ourselves in our market as kind of 
the middle to high range. There's right. definitely the middle, you know, higher yeah. end people. The high middle, yeah. Uh, there it is, high middle, yeah. There's definitely, you know, higher end architectural type photographers in our market that charge considerably more, and there's people that are charging less. So it's like, you know, there's a room for those people to move. Yes. If they, if you, you just reach that point where you're just not, the, they're not the best customer for you anymore at your price yeah. point. That's why. Yeah. So, yeah, keep those prices high. And, and you know what? You deserve it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dear listeners, it's like, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's, we are value. We bring value. And I think don't forget that. Um, don't be, I, I just can't reiterate enough. Don't be afraid to raise your prices, um, especially in times of, uh, of inflation. Your costs have gone up. Someone's got to eat those costs. Is it going to be you? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be your customer? Right. You're just going to try to squeeze in more shoots per day and make up for it, or you, you know, it's yeah. just not the smartest way to go. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's not. Don't. It's not dumb. It's just yeah. you know. It's just if you want to work more for less money, <laughs> then go for <laughs> that it. Sounds kind of dumb, but yeah. <laughs> well, right. just well, maybe you like working more. I mean, I don't know. we don't have to. We don't have to draw. We don't have to. You know, uh, value judge on this mark. Come on, yeah. man. Jeez. Uh, no, but it's like, I think the, the worst case scenario thing that you play out in your head is all oh, the bottom's going to fall out of my business. It's just going to, people are just going to balk at that price and my business is going to fall apart, which yeah, you know, exactly. if you're raising your prices 10, even 20%, that should not be happening. No, no. And if it does, I mean, you can always lower them again, but it's not, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Just, just stand firm on your prices and like, and you may lose somebody and I, and I, and I think that's okay. Um, prices, prices. Are we char- we're charging for we're charging for ads. Oh yeah, let's so let's make some money. Let's do an ad, oh, and yeah. we're going to do our social media sidebar where we actually have something really interesting. A lot our last social media sidebar was not as interesting. This one going to be interesting. So, uh, you know, uh, look, it's going to happen in like two minutes. So just keep on listening. You're going to hear all about it. Mark, who do we love? We always love our Aereo. Oh, Aereo, gosh. Love those love those scamps over there at Aereo. <laughs> I noticed in Aereo, because they're always um, enhancing their product, making just making things better, that they have a new beta out of their new ordering system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, switch things around a bit, but uh, yeah. it looks pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I... I I myself just do CEO stuff, so I don't I don't get into that. I don't know. I don't know about the ordering system. You're but in the weeds of the day to day. Yeah, no, ordering. God, no, no, no. Come on. In my I'm up in my ivory tower. I don't deal with orders. Come on, people. I give orders. Oh, look at that world. <laughs> um no, but it looks really good. I, I did notice, like, uh, you know, I was poking around in there the other day, and, and it's got some new freshen, look, look, look freshening, look, freshening, look, fresh, a fresh look. That's and a, and I think thing, the functionality yeah. is good. I know Chelsea's been sick, so I don't know. I haven't picked her brain about, um, you know, how, how that's actually uh, working. But that's just a sign. One of the things that Aereo is always doing is listening to their customers, getting feedback from their customers, and making their product better. And they always have all these updates that they're doing, and it's hard to even keep track. I know brand has even said, I mean, it's hard to keep track of all this stuff that we're doing because yeah. they got a whole team over there. They it's do. Just like they're, they're constantly cranking out new stuff. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah. So do you want to see any of this new stuff? If you do, you go to Aereo.com and as a new user, if you use the code UPMARKET, you'll get 15 free bonus listings. Bingo. Ratings, reviews, these are the things that we thrive, we live on, we live for them. You know, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Your your good friends here at Upmarket Pod. We're Upmarket Pod across all social media that we're actually in, which is basically Instagram. Follow us there. You can send us a DM there if you have any questions. We're UpmarketPod.com. You know, Upmarket Pod just everywhere. So, you know. Easy peasy. Yeah, it's great. We love it. We love hearing from everybody. Um, God, Mark, just the big news keeps coming. Big news. Big episode. Big news. I, it, it is. So get this. Today, we have a new sponsor. And in fact, get this. Our social media sidebar today is brought to you by local marketing departments who can help you go from a real estate media company 
to a real estate marketing agency. Now, I think this takes a little bit of, of explanation, but local marketing department, and that is the name of their company. It's a little bit of a, a kind of a bland name, but it's on purpose. We met these folks at, at PMRE and what fantastic people and a really interesting company. And we're very kind of, um, you know, kind of the prospect of partnering with them and doing some ads for them and, and working with them is very exciting for it us. It is. I, I mean, I remember even before PMRE, like just seeing the name, what is this? I was like, oh, that's a very intriguing business idea. I like that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in a nutshell, basically you can kind of subcontract out to them uh, some uh, marketing work that kind of tra can transform your business. So it's going to be social media management for your clients, lead generation for your clients, mm -hmm. uh, SEO for their websites. And I think even they're getting into like website design and website management. So you, you have this team who has like 20 plus years of digital marketing experience who are going to white label for you these marketing services that you can offer to your client. So how it works is you become a client of local marketing department and they kind of set you up with this white label um, stuff like a pitch deck and like, you know, all this stuff to kind of to yeah. sell to, to sell to your clients. And then if you get a client who is interested in having their social media managed by, you know, your company, then you give them over to local marketing department and it's all white label. So like mm -hmm. if they ever talk to the realtor, they're going to say, oh, you know, hey, upmarket media marketing department here for you. Right. You set them up, you know, you can put them in your phone phone number, you get an email for them. So it's all part of upmarket media. And it's like, yeah. oh, we'll just have someone in our local marketing department contact you. Exactly. Thing, right? So that's the beauty of the name is you can just you can actually use the name of the company and they'll just, oh, yeah, it's our it's our local it's our local marketing department. Yeah. Pretty genius. Oh, yeah, it is. And so we've actually, uh, you know, kind of signed up for upmarket media to kind of give the give this a spin. And, and, and it just made sense that they were interested to come on as sponsors of the podcast as well. And so, so we will, as we go on, I think kind of talk about our experience a bit, but so far it's been great. Their yeah. team is, is fantastic. And I think it's a really intriguing way. And one of the big things is like, there is some upfront costs, not that much, but then once you are able to get clients, then that just becomes a kind of hands-off revenue stream for your business. Yeah. So, and the way it works for them, like they're charging the client directly and then you're getting a percentage of that. Correct. So it's, you know, it's just the more you bring into them and that's the more work they do for you. Then it's just kind of, yeah. So it's, a, that's, it's what we call like a win-win because your mm -hmm. client is happy and you're happy because you're getting money and not really doing anything. Yeah. You just kind of hand them off to your local marketing department. Right. So if you want to check out your local marketing department, who could be your own lo local marketing department, it's localmarketingdepartment.com. Now it's local marketing and then it's abbreviated D-E-P-T. Com. We're going to link to it in the show notes, but it's localmarketingdept.com. If you want to try out local marketing department, give it a shot. Mention Upmarket when you sign up and you're going to receive one month of free service. And then also you're going to be able to gift a couple of three-month trials of some of their marketing services to your agents. That's going to be a really powerful way to get the ball rolling and get started with this new exciting opportunity. And so Mark, now the ad for them is over, but I do want to actually, it does bring up something to me that I, I do think is appropriate to talk about in our social media sidebar um, because it is this prospect of like becoming more of a marketing agency and becoming, having services where enhanced services for your realtors that, that kind of will keep them in your ecosystem. So if there is a way, whether it's through something like local marketing department or bringing mm -hmm. on someone in house or subcontracting out to subcontracting out to someone in your area of having someone on staff or accessible to manage realtor social media. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, we're creating all this content for them, right. And well, just exactly. kind of handing it off like, Oh, assuming they'll figure out how to post it and how to host it and all that stuff. But it's like, if we can, do that on the back end for them too and be more of a full service thing then yeah and that's something that i think back in the uh, when we had sam benner on on like episode six or something and who's the realtor and talked about what realtors want you know he even brought up man if you have a way to uh, kind of manage agents social media i mean there's it's not appropriate for every agent because some mm -hmm. of them are really great at social media and they have their own team or they're just you know a, a, a whiz at it but there's a ton of agents out there who just are a bit mystified by it and, yeah. and you know the ones i'm talking about because you see their social media right and every agent knows they need to do it and they know they need to be consistent and but it's you know just the execution is not there for a lot of agents right and chelsea has often said to us too that that she gets a lot of requests 
from agents uh, wanting help in posting to, to social media. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not something I got too many requests for back in the day. But I also think now, you know, because we have an admin, I think people see, oh, that's someone who might know. Rather, if yes. you or I, it, it's just it, it didn't quite feel as natural of a fit. So mm-hmm. it has been interesting to hear that that type of stuff has come up a lot already for Chelsea. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, posting for us, like, what about YouTube and hosting all the videos on there? And it's just, you know, there's a lot of things on the back end that could be rather than just saying, oh, there, I know this other guy in town, they get, mm-hmm. they give him a call, they'll help you out kind of thing. It's like, well, how can we incorporate that into what we offer? Well, yeah. And, and I think if you can have that type of stuff in your arsenal, um, that re- it helps set you apart. I mean, it just does. Mm-hmm. And in like... And then when, when realtors are looking at, at different companies to work with, why wouldn't they work with you where they can have it all under one roof? Yeah. Yeah. We, we always try to be the one-stop shop for the actual creation of the media, but it's like can right. be much broader than that. Right. And I, and I think one of the things that we have seen is that some, uh, that we produce all this content and, and some agents just don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I've had trouble even, you know, selling videos to certain agents because they're like, well, I don't know. I don't do anything. I, well, yeah. I don't have anything to do with it. You know, 100%. they don't know where to, you know, where to post it, how to post it, what to do when they post. It. It's just like a whole right. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and, 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 and I have told people, I'm like, well, maybe video doesn't make sense for you because you do need to have some sort of like video strategy mm-hmm. on how you're going to use video in your marketing. And if, and if social media is not part of your marketing, then it's, that's, there's not as many uses for video. Right. For I sure. Mean, there's even a place in the MLS to put your video link, but they can't quite figure that out either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Posting directly to the MLS, if you can offer that service, which supposedly I've heard whispers that Aereo is trying to do that. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot of hurdles in, in different, uh, you know, locations on, on how to do that. I mean, that's probably the Holy grail right there. So if you can, if you, if you could be a, a company that, put stuff on the MLS and manages social media for your clients. I mean, that's boom. You're going to have some loyal, loyal clients yes. if that's the case. I mean, you're just looking at it like, what are all these pain points that we can help to solve? Mm-hmm. You know, cause those are a lot of major ones that, you right. know, especially some of the older agents that we have are just, you know, they need yeah. help. So. Well, and social media, I think is a pain point. I mean, it's a pain point for us. I mean, I think totally. we're, you know, we talk about it all the time and, you know, we're okay at it, but man, it's just such a pain. And it's just, it's, and the thing about it is it's just relentless. Right. Yes. You, you're yeah. just never done. Nope. You know, so it's always another day and another story. Yeah. It's like, even to go back, you know, well, we can finish the employee handbook and then it's finished. And I know you said, well, you can always edit it, but man, it's done. And you know, you're not going to look at that for another year, mm-hmm. but social media, well, it's tomorrow. Yeah. It's just part of your, and once day. tomorrow comes with well, this is the day after that. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just, and that's why I'm terrible at it. Cause I don't, I, I just mm-hmm. don't have the, 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 the right. gusto and for just it. being creative with it and then you know not being repetitive and it's just it's a whole thing so yeah 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 exactly so um I, I think that that you know however you go about it actually thinking about that and thinking about how you can provide some of those social media services to your clients is is really probably where we're all headed mm-hmm. right if we to be competitive and to help you know, kind of boost up our, our businesses. Yeah. I mean, it's going to add another revenue stream, but it's right. like you talked about with the video, if people don't know how to post it and what to do with it, they're not going to order it. But if yeah. you show them, then they're going to order more of them. Right. So it kind right. of feeds back to your main business. Right. Too. Well, and yeah. And, and for sure. And I think just in the same way that, you know, six or seven years ago, you know, the really smart people were probably sitting there thinking, well, you know, the next iteration of this real estate photography business is being more of a media business. You're going to have, mm-hmm. you know, virtual reality and you're going to have video and you're going to have, you know, d- d- and, and you see it in that, you know, PFRE changed their name to PMRE because it's more of a media thing, you know, and I think the next frontier for that could be on the marketing side yeah, where we're all kind of folding that in, you know. So seems like that's where we're heading now. So let's get on top of it and start to tackle it in the off season. Yeah. Whew. Man, we've got a busy off season this year. You've right. got a lot of things. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Well, we got a lot more to talk about about that. And we may ha- do a one little more thing before we get into that. So uh, kind of uh, keep listening and you'll find out. All right. Mark, we already had some big news on this podcast, but we've got more big news. Just keeps rolling. We got another new sponsor. It's Pixel Mob. Pixel Mob 
is an online marketplace of real estate photo editors where real estate photographers can browse, verified editor profiles, order photo edits, and process payments all in the same platform. Ooh, that sounds pretty good, actually. That's a pretty cool marketplace they've put together, yeah. If you're looking for an editor, you're looking for a specific edit on a photo, or you want to try out virtual staging, like this is just a cool place to go and look at some different options, you know? Well, yeah, we've actually used it a little bit and i've been impressed so far i mean it's it, like it, it's a pretty nice experience yeah their interface is really well built out and you know it's very visual obviously and it's you can pick what kind of edit you want and then you just scroll through all the different options on there where the editors are based what their style is what their pricing is their turnaround time yeah it's all on there and it also seems like their team is on it too like they have mm -hmm. people on there so if they're if you have any any issues whatsoever or you have any questions their 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 customer service already seems pretty top notch from does, what i can yeah. And we met the whole team at, you know, at PRE. Uh, that's they're right. a great group of people. And yeah. And we had a couple of the guys on the Action Item Spectacular podcast. So you can mm -hmm. go back uh, and, and, and listen to that. Um, and we, are, you know, we are very thrilled to, to kind of start a partnership with, with Pixel Mob. It's a, it's a company that we absolutely believe in. And if you want to check out Pixel Mob, they're, they, they feel the love from us and they have the love for our audience. And because of that, they're going to give upmarket listeners $25 in credit when they sign up at pixelmob.com slash upmarket. That's pixelmob, P-I-X-L-M-O-B dot com slash upmarket. Pixelmob, no E in pixel. I mean, 25 bucks for free. That's Just great. check it out. I mean, what are you going to do? You can do a lot of edits with 25 bucks. So you can really play around and figure it out. Yeah. All right. Well, we're excited. Thanks, Pixelmob. Okay, Mark, you know, as we get deeper into the slow season and, and you know, and with the market this year, it's been a little weird. And, I, and I've kind of heard anecdotally from many people in the community, like the slow season kind of started a little earlier this year. Yeah. So I think as, as we're heading in, the one thing as, as we get into the holidays and it's slower is like that, that, that I find is like, I just have so much extra money right now. <laughs> <laughs> All that money we saved from the summer. Yeah, huh? and I'm sure, and I'm sure everyone listening can relate to that. Um, but I do think that um, even given that, and 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 it may be a little counterintuitive, but this could be a really good time to invest in new gear, um, even though it may not seem like it or feel like it. Because if you have done pretty well this year, you may need, even if you don't have a ton of cash, you may need to. Um, help out with some help with your taxes yeah so buying you need gear to finalize those write-offs right yeah and figure out well you know well let's bring that down a bit yeah exactly exactly so i know we've done some uh end of year gear buys and so you know if you're if you're checking out if you you know have like six thousand dollars that you're just like what could i possibly spend this on oh could i get one single matter new matterport camera <laughs> that spinny well, thing with the well, <laughs> it's like crazy looking right yes you could Mm -hmm. And if you really wanted, if you wanted to get like a tripod dolly too, I mean, it's even better. You can spend like 9,000. Yeah. Just so, throw it in there. Yeah. 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 Got a couple of them maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, that's what that's, <laughs> I, we're thinking about it. <coughs> not, <laughs> we're not, no, we're not actually thinking about it. That was a joke. Um, uh, so that, you know, we have definitely many years and I don't know if we're really going to do it this year. I've uh, done those kind of end of year, like, oh yeah, let's, let's get a couple, you know, a couple thousand dollars more write off. Um, and, and get it on the books for this year. Yeah, um, I mean, we've just recently, you know, bought the new drone, the new FPV, right. Yavada, and, you know, those things like that. If you're thinking about offering that service next year, then now's the time yeah. to kind of crunch your numbers and see if it makes sense. Well, and I think that's that's one of the other things that you really want to uh, look at during your during your kind of slower season is like what not only you know we talked about pricing what does your pricing look like for next year but what are the products you're offering are you going to have mm -hmm. anything new are you going to have you know this is the time to plan uh in a, in a way it's like planning your marketing planning you know and part of that marketing is like hey what once busy season comes around what can you trumpet what can you what what exciting new thing are you going to have to get your clients excited about working with you again as they as they get more listings in the springtime yeah. is it an fpv video is mm -hmm. it is it floor plans? Is it, you know, stuff that you're like, oh, I should probably check that out, but just never get around to? Like, now's right. the time to figure it out. Right, mm -hmm. right. Not, you know, now's the time to figure it out, but now's the time to also test those things. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so we've just, you know, it's been a saga. We've been talking about it for months. Uh, uh, we got our FPV drone, and we finally did did a, did a video. 
Mm-hmm. And I think we need more practice. <laughs> I think so. It's, it's, it's a nerve wracking <laughs> thing to fly that thing. I'm like, oh, I got to go super slow. But then if you speed ramp it when it's slow, it just says, you know, yeah, stabilization isn't there. Yeah. So it's a it's a work in progress. Yeah. I, and I think for a lot of stuff, you need you need some experience doing it or you need to, you know, figure out figure out the workflows. And mm-hmm. and, it, and it could be a good time off season. Also, uh, not only are you looking at new products, but you're looking at the products you do have and the the systems that you do have. And, and maybe it's a good time to sit and analyze and how can these things be more efficient? Um, you know, a, a lot of times you just make it up as you go. But if you have that downtime to be able to look at what you're doing and, and maybe you can recognize some ways to build in some efficiencies that, yeah. you, that you, so, you didn't see no, before. It's just that perfect time to take that step back and just look at things that, you know, you just keep putting on the back burner. Like, are you really using a content management system? Are you just sending Dropbox links? Like, how are you communicating? Like all of these systems that you can really take that step back from and reassess. Yeah. And, and obviously when we do our SWOT analysis, we'll, you know, we will get in into a bit of that stuff. And, and that's kind of the ultimate kind of self-reflection. And, 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 and I think that is, you know, a big task for your off season is to do that SWOT analysis. Um, uh, because you, when you're so busy in the day to day of the business, it is so hard to step back and, and look at the bigger picture. So this time of year is that opportunity, even though a part of me is like the last thing I want to do is think mm-hmm. about real estate media. Right. <laughs> you know, but you're not putting out as maybe as many fires right now as you Correct. are during the year. So your, your headspace is freed up and it's just it's right. the time. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is the time. And, and, and it, because it is so important to kind of step back and think about all these things in, in a different way and not in a just how do I get these photos out tomorrow morning? Yes. I mean, that's, you know, stepping back even further about, you know, just our podcast and scaling in general, that's kind of really the main goal is to be able to be in that headspace a lot more often. Right. Right. Especially you now not shooting. Exactly. You can, you know, you need someone to stay in that headspace. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's so, it's so helpful. And that's been, you know, that's really, I think, been borne out over the last, you know, whatever, eight or nine months that we've been doing this podcast Mm -hmm. is it's really enabled us to have those kind of, you know, every couple of weeks we have these sessions and we, we get to, uh, not only is it what we talk about when we're recording, um, but it's also talking about, you know, when we're discussing what we're going to talk about and, you know, it it tends to bring up stuff Mm -hmm. and we are able to think through it and talk through it. And I think hopefully that's also one of the services that, that we've been able to kind of facilitate for our listeners is then it gets them thinking about these things too. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It just keeps those wheels turning and keeps it in the forefront rather than the back of your mind. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, again, it's just so easy to get lost in the, in, in the day to day. So having that downtime and doing that reflection, um, wh- one of the things that can help with that is another thing that you really might want to think about doing during this off season is take some time off. Like actually take some time off and don't think about your business. Don't do any photo shoots. Don't do, you know, anything. Take a few days, spend some, you know, have some, get this quality time with your family. If you have a family, if you don't, you can have some quality time doing other things. Yeah. Do you want to go hike in the wilderness? Go do whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, take a vacation maybe. Oof. Huh. That was unheard of for us. Well, it is hard, back, yeah, right? and it, and, it, and it is, and even in the slow season, it's hard to do if you have it, if you're not if you're not scaled up. It can mm-hmm. be it can be very hard, um, but it is a moment to even if you are a solo shooter and 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 don't have a staff to to feed stuff to, um, you know, it's just a moment to say, hey, no, you know, can't do it. It's got to be in a week, um, because you do need downtime. You do need time to recharge your batteries. You need time to yourself for yourself to, um, because, you know, if you can't get in touch with that and get in touch with how you kind of exist in the world outside of work, then I think it is also very difficult to kind of come up with those answers on what you want for your business, how you want it to, you know, where you see it in the, in the, in the coming year or two. hundred percent. You know, you lose track of that. Why? And the, you know, what's the point of it all kind of thing. Yeah. Not stepping out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, having, having actual downtime is so, so key. 
It is. You know, there's another photographer in our market that I know, you know, he was in, he's in the same place that I was years ago that I know he doesn't take vacations. I know he doesn't do all this travel that he used to do. And he's just in the work, 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 more shoots, more shoots, oh, headspace. Right. And it's just like, it's just, man, looking back, it's just an unhealthy place to be. And I'm, oh my God. I mean, it's completely unhealthy. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know. We want a better life, right? Yeah, exactly. It goes, yeah, it goes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you can watch a webinar that's all about mm-hmm. having a better life. And and spoiler alert: if you do watch the webinar, and in in that, you know, kind of the theme of of that talk at PMRE was, you know, building our business to have a better life, and and I think that has, um, you know, played out for Mark and I as we have scaled our business, um, and and I think that the benefit of that is being able to do these things during this time of year, even of like being able to take that time. And I know for us, we can actually even take time now during busier times. Um, but I think even having these moments where we're, you know, we know we can just really completely let go and discharge mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, uh, recharge our batteries and not think about work, you know, t- turn off our phones, turn off our Slack, turn off everything else and just really just have that family time or just have that, that kind of solo time. That's huge. Yeah. I know for you, you've been shooting obviously a lot less or hardly at all. So it's, you know, for yeah. me, I want to, you know, I'd rather give shoots at this time of year to our employees Yeah, right. and then just, then I can step back and, you know, dig right. into that employee handbook or really have that focus time to get these things done. Well, exactly. And our, and our shooting volume is so low right now um, that uh, we want to give those shoots to employees so that they can get hours. And, and, you yeah. know, we're going to be making less money, obviously, but uh, they are going to be making less money. But if, if Mark continues to do all the shoots, then they're not going to be making any money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they're aware of the seasonality, but, you know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hardest on, on your employees, for sure. It is. Yeah. And we, you know, have a couple newer employees this year. This is the first slow season they're kind of going through. So it's like a one thing to talk about it and one thing to set them up for it. But when you're actually going through it and, you know, not much is showing up on your calendar and then it's, you know. We don't say, like, we'll see you in March kind of thing. It's like no. we're trying to keep these people going and keep them on the payroll. So. Right, 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 right. For sure, for sure. Yeah, because we feel like if you do say, hey, see you in March, I mean, unless you have a very specific, th- you know, thing with your employee and they may, you know, because there are people who only want to work March through you mm-hmm. know, October right. and then they're going to, because they're going to be in Cabo the rest of the year, you <laughs> know, do, <laughs> doing whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have those people. But if you're having people who are really, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and everything else, you know, it's like, yeah, they're going to earn less during this time, but if you just cut them completely free, they may not come back because if right. they're going to find something that is, you know, full-time, full all year, then they're probably going to take that. Right. Not good for them. That's not good for your business. So, yeah. Yeah. So the, it, it's always, it's always the, the, the big conundrum for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anything naturally too, as we come to the end of a year, you're, you're going to look back and you're going to look at not only how much money you made, but how much money you spent. And I think, uh, kind of taking this time to kind of go over your books a little closer, uh, is, is really good. And, and I think especially in that, in those expenses column is, is seeing if there's stuff that, that is maybe, uh, could be consolidated or you know there's things that that could go away mm-hmm. um that expenses column can be a little scary to look at sometimes yes like, what is all this stuff like, yeah totally yeah. totally and you know it, it, it's you know you look at your payroll costs you look at look at all that stuff so i think having having these moments to kind of go over your financials is actually a, a really good thing to do even though it's probably the thing most of us want to do the least mm. um yeah that's what I don't our know bookkeeper why, does isn't it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> which we just did that this morning with her and you know it was fine it, it, you know it's actually if you can just if you just like don't have a complex about it then mm-hmm. you just well they're just numbers i know yeah. you know don't so, get too personal about no, it or whatever. But no. I know, I mean, certainly now for me, like looking back to how I used to do everything, like this time of year, I used to be scrambling to try to like figure out all my books for the year because I wasn't keeping up with it. But now to right. have it all laid out from the bookkeeper and you're just reviewing your numbers and looking at your P&L and stuff, it's like. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it's it? It's kind of a lot more painless, yeah. <laughs> it's less, there's a lot less dread involved with it. Right, well, and you haven't spent the last, you know, 36 hours just coming through receipts and yeah. you know, adding things up and no, no, total nightmare. absolute misery. Um, and it's also the time of year as you're talking, thinking about financials is your, is not only like we talked about earlier, you know, going over your prices, but um, what about 
pay for people? Are we, mm-hmm. you know, what is that going to look like for next year for your employees? I mean, it's time to, you know, as you assess what your prices are going to be, you also want to assess, you know, what your costs are going to be. What, and what is the cost of our labor? And, and as we're talking about the need to um, increase our, our invoices mm-hmm. because inflation is gone, because inflation is making our costs higher, well, it's higher for all your employees too. So this is the time to also think about what are you going to pay people next year and yeah. when are you going to roll that out? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, as the end of year comes, uh, many people traditionally get bonuses that yes, kind of thing. We have done that. And we we have done that. that and yeah. And we have, uh, at the end of this week, we have our, our, uh, end of year kind of celebration party. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is a natural time to give out those bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh good. I, yeah. Like, like I opened the segment. Well, we just have so much money that it's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spread it around. Right? Yeah. Spread the yeah. joy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's exactly. obviously we have a just bigger payroll. We have more employees. So it's suddenly like those bonuses we gave out last year. It's like, well, you add a couple more. It's like, oh, man, that's. Yeah. A, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That adds so up. So it does add up. It does add up. So, yeah. But and our people then at this point are the lifeblood of what we're doing. Obviously, we <laughs> can't do it without them. And it's like, how can we compensate yeah. them? Let them know they're appreciated. And yeah, I think hugs. There you go. I mean, hugs and a free <laughs> yeah. beer. That's yeah. Good deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I think there, you know, there will be some stuff forthcoming. And that's just one of the things that you want to you want to think about uh, at the end of the year is how do you make your employees feel feel valued? I mean, that's one of the big things because there I think there is kind of a socially and an unwritten you know expectation uh, from anyone who's working, you know, for somebody that there is going to be some acknowledgement at the end of the year, whether it's a mm-hmm. bonus or whether it's a party or whether it's something that, that, that you get to the, you know, there, the, you want to make sure that your employee feels taken care of and special at, at, at the end of the year, because, um, if you don't, then they're going to remember that. And even if they don't, you know, expect it they also kind of expect it no matter what. well yeah and it's you know kind of like we've you've been saying a lot recently how to you know after you're done with a photo shoot or interaction with the client how do they feel like right. you have to think about that for your employees too how do they oh. feel working for you what's it like on the day-to-day and you know yeah. what's the yeah and i think that, that that is a bit in the webinar and we can do a spoiler for it is like you know when you're thinking about your business the 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 thing I think the question that is going to determine the success of your business is twofold. It's, and it has to do with feelings. It's how do your clients feel after working with you and how do your employees feel after working with you? Mm-hmm. You know, not after, but you know, as they're working with you at the end yeah. of each day, how does mm-hmm. your employee feel? And if they feel good and valued and respected and that they have a path for growth, then they're going to want to be their employees who are going to want to stick with you. Yeah, they're and making a living wage and, you know, yeah. taking care of the things on the side like mileage and other things right. that are coming <clears> up. And, yeah, it's part of that bigger picture. Right. And so so this kind of end of year acknowledgement, this financial one, or even even if it's just if you can't swing a bonus, just having some sort of, hol- you know, a holiday or end of year party um, is something that um, you really want to look at. And, and, and two, by that token, how do your uh, clients feel about working with you? Well, for us, they're not going to feel like any end of year gift from us. <laughs> so hopefully they feel all right. Yeah. As I keep thinking we should do that someday. Is, you, know, know. you get a bottle of wine for everybody. But, man, I've never been able to do it. No. I, in the past, I've taken care of my number one client with a, with a nice gift or something. Oh, really? It's just like, and I used to get a bunch of more family Christmas cards and send out a handwritten note with Christmas, you know, oh, uh-huh. holiday card, Christmas card, whatever, yeah. at the end of the year to everyone. But that, I mean, as your client list grows and it's, yeah. you know, it just becomes kind of this overwhelming thing to like keep up with that. And do you just take your top, you know, your top producers and take care of them or it's just, yeah, we just kind of like, uh-huh. yeah, that's I think we really <laughs> dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. we haven't even, that honestly has not even come up in discussion for the, over the last six months. So yeah. And because that, that's something that you really need to like, is if you're in the first week or two of December, it's probably too late. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can make, yeah, you can cobble some, something together, but probably um, should have had that locked in by now. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I see in the Facebook groups, people do stuff. They put together photo books of their top listings or they get a nice bottle of this or that for their clients. It's just yeah. not something we've kind of jumped onto yet. No. And I don't know. I, is that, I mean, I feel like our client retention has been pretty, 
pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's actually something you need to do. And, and when we have four or 500 clients, if you do something for everyone, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. And then if you, you know, I always feel like you run the, if you just do it for your top 10% clients, then if any of your other clients find out that the, this person got the gift and they, right. you know, they see a nice like, bottle of wine <laughs> right. on their desk. Yeah, they market say, media. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause we have our own wine label now too. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they're, uh, you know, I, I don't know. And, and maybe that's just an excuse to not do anything. Um, but well, it's easier to not do anything. Oh, right? it's, it's, it's a it's lot easier. Easy to justify it at this time of year when, you know, right. you're making less and it's just like, oh, that feels like a burden. If right. we could give them a gift in the summer, that makes a lot more sense. Right, but, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and we, we've kind of talked about that actually of doing instead of, that was something that we floated last year and I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast mm-hmm. Be, because you do feel like, okay, if I have to drop two or three or $4,000 right now to get, you know, actually something decent for all of our clients, then that's not an expense that really feels comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. But in the springtime, it could. So maybe instead of, you know, a holiday gift, uh, you know, ostensibly, you know, a Christmas or New Year's or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, depending on, on the, you know, where you are. Because you also run into the religious stuff. Not everyone's religious. They might be Jewish. Exactly, they might yeah. be, you know, atheists or whatever. So that's, that's always tough. And so you just do the general New Year thing and that's okay usually. Um, but... Uh, for I think a lot of us in this business, a springtime gift could really make sense yeah. because that's the time when people are, you know, getting more listings. And, and as March 1st rolls around, I mean, I think we talked about sending like a wildflower seed packet or something mm-hmm. to, to people that, uh, you know, that, that is just like, Hey, you know, grow with us this year. Yeah, you that's know, right. Type I thing. That, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just so we just looked at options, right? And there's just so many tchotchkes and plastic yeah. junk out there that we didn't just want to have some yeah. kind of stupid trinket just to have it. Yeah, just to do the yeah the typical you know the the desk calendar. Yeah, I don't even know what people you know just mm-hmm. the, the the magnet or the yeah the letter opener or just some silly thing. Yeah, that like the, the, that reminder. But if if you have something that that people actually would like, which is why I love gifts that are food or wine and but the, the last thing anyone wants at you know in December is a plate of cookies. You know. True. And no shortage of cookies in December. Yeah. Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. and I know I felt like when I sometimes when I get those kind of gifts, I'm like I feel like it's a like I hate you gift. I'm like, what are you trying to do to me here, man? I don't <laughs> like I'm an adult. I try I try not to eat that many mm-hmm. cookies. I don't need that many cookies. Right. Don't put them in my face. Don't make me eat them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you, you know, you feel so uh, th- that's always the thing of like, you know, when you are giving that, that kind of holiday gift to your clients, you know, is it a branded thing? And if it is, it should be something useful, not just some piece of junk. Yeah. There's just so much junk out there. You go, you know, you see, you know, a lot of title reps or insurance people that just have all these little plastic, like I've gotten stuff from like my insurance that was like a branded shoehorn and a (laughs) cup and a visor and I'm just like, okay, thanks. And it's just like the kids are like, oh, this is fun. And then it gets, you know, just tossed aside in two months. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just so wasteful. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't deal with it. I, you know, because a bottom line is if you do that kind of thing, if you have, if you have those gifts that you're going to give all your clients, you have to take action to do that. Mm-hmm. And we, as men of action, Here we are, comes, that's people. just not the action we were going to take. But if an action item, that's our specialty right there. We can do those all day long. Right. And my action item this week is not get a holiday gift for your clients. <laughs> you don't no. want to get them a shoehorn? I'm coming. No, no. My, okay. Mark, I'm going first. Hit it. My action item today is to, going with kind of the theme of this cut an expense, go through as you go through your expenses, find one that you can actually cut and just cut it. Right. Even if it's 10 bucks a month or 20 mm-hmm. bucks a month, you know, cut it. I, I, we cut one recently. I had, we had this like uh, subscription to some special app to make like uh, slide decks mm-hmm. for presentations. And it was like, Oh, we're just not using this right now. So we're, we got to cut that. And that saves us, you know, nine ninety nine a month, which you know, that's 120 bucks over the course of a year. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. All those little subscriptions but in there, man. For sure. Yeah. Go through, and I guess more specifically on those expenses, go through your subscriptions because we all have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even the 499 or 999 or 1999 ones a month, there's probably one you can cut. Yeah. So, you know, there's actually an expense that I just saw that was on there that we could look at. 
was like the CEO salary. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Mark doing doing setups for his jokes yeah, now. I like yeah. that. That's good. You, so you got hard, me. You know? I you got me. I thought I, I really thought you had mm. a special one to cut, not double. <laughs> it's just so dang high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I gotta pay for the Maserati. Yes. Mark. That was that yeah. We're not cutting the CEO salary. So hey, go ahead. Maybe next year. All right. Maybe. All right. Well, I'm coming in with an action item that this is something that we discussed a year ago. That's an action item for me that's on my radar because we're, you know, early December. We're, we're close to the end of the year, but okay. we're not quite yeah. there. I feel oh, like, it's I, the I like this already. Time. I like this already. And it's like trying to pre-sell marketing materials for next year, basically setting up some kind of credit system where mm. you can pre-sell to your agents because I feel like especially this year a lot of agents have had good years especially the first part of the year mm-hmm. was very solid so a lot of agents have had good years they're maybe looking for a nice tax write-off at the end of the year to get rid of some of that tax burden mm-hmm. coming into a slower year so why can't we pre-sell them on the marketing mm-hmm. materials we're going to do next year right where they get a tax write-off we get a nice little chunk of money right we'll give you a, we'll give you eleven thousand dollars of Materials for ten thousand. Yeah, if you pay yeah. us now. So you have to incentivize it by giving them a little bit more. Maybe yeah. you throw in a couple extra videos, or you know, I yeah. know people in our industry that have had success doing this. Mm-hmm. And it was actually someone we met recently at PMRE, who are based out of Arizona, the Red Hog Media crew. Shout out oh. to you guys. Oh, all right. They yeah. just posted I something about yeah. it, like you know, we're giving away basically credits. You give you give them an extra ten percent on top of their cost. Yeah. And they just have a credit system. We're using Aereo. We can easily do it and just have credits built in that we tap into when they order. Yeah. We got to do that. Why are we messing around with all this course stuff? Yeah. Yeah. We got to do that. Course. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's an action item for me and something that you might want to think about before we hit the end of the year so you can get a nice little chunk of change. Well, do you think think we can set that up? I'm looking at it like maybe we target obviously the top, you know, 10, 20% of people that have. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. The the person who has two shoots a year isn't going to do it. Right. So it's like a personal email or a personal phone call to those people. Right. So it's not an Instagram post. No, I don't think. I mean, it could be, but I feel like it needs to be more targeted. Right. Because, I mean, especially, and there one way to do it is like look back at what that person has spent with you this year mm-hmm. and kind of ballpark what you're, maybe right. give them a what, couple different options, 5,000, 20,000, whatever they spend with you. Right. Right. We'll give you that, you know, right now with a bonus, 10% and a free video or whatever it ends up being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So All right. we just it's figuring out how to how to pitch it so it makes sense for them. All right. Well, that's some action right there. That's a big one. All right, Mark. Are you are you are you ready to do the SWOT analysis? I think we got to this is going to be a big one. Yeah. I don't want to oversell the episode, but man. <laughs> it is. I'm not, I'm nervous. I cuz I feel like we got to actually like talk we have have a re- real real talk yeah. about. Well, you know. I like, you know, last year was the first one that I've done with you together and mm-hmm. it was, you know, I feel like we got a lot out of it and there's going to be some good nuggets to share from it. So, okay. It's going to be a good one. All right. We'll, we'll do it. So, until then, and it, that'll come out uh we'll probably have one we'll have one more episode in December, I think. It'll come out uh, I think that week before Christmas and then mm-hmm. I think then our next episode will be uh, you know, every you know, every the two week schedule will be back. So, you know, but we there you go. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Media. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and recorded, edited, and mixed by Marco Guerrero. We're so happy you listened today and really hope you'll listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to do any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything.